0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the next edition of the State of the of the Obibiter State of the Union podcast. Uh, seems like we just, you know, very, very not long ago, uh, I'd say hours ago, we just did one. Um, but that just goes to show you how quickly sometimes we can kind of move through things, especially when there's not a whole lot of user games going on. Um, so we'll take a look where everybody's at. Last time we were here, the Chiefs were winless. Panthers were, I believe, 2-2, two and two, and everybody else had maybe one loss. Um, well, I take that back. The Patriots and Packers had one loss, and I believe the Browns were undefeated. Uh, so we'll get to see where everybody's at here at the halfway point um, and kind of see see where we're at. Uh, starting off with the Browns, um, let's see here. So at the halfway point, the Browns are, uh, well, after starting out undefeated, the Browns are now 5-3 and three going into um, at the halfway point. Um, after that hot 4-0 start, Uh, they picked up a loss at home to the division rival Ravens a loss on the road to the Seahawks and a loss at home to division rival Bengals Uh, then in week 8 they got back on on the winning side of things with a victory over the Patriots in New England um rough rough patch there for the the Browns Uh, don't really imagine overall it's going to affect their season much um kind of shocking, though, to have three games in a row like that. I wonder if maybe somebody got hurt. Um, It was, let's see, the Ravens game was a 24-14 loss, 10 points there, 11, lost by 11 to the Seahawks, and then lost by three to the Bengals. So, none of those I would consider really blowout losses, but, you know, kind of wonder what was was going on there. Um, But, you know, five and five and three is good—a pretty good spot to be. You know, for the halfway point uh, coming up in the third quarter, week nine, the Browns will have their bye week. Uh, week ten, they'll have a rematch with the Steelers in Pittsburgh. Then they'll travel to Buffalo to play the Bills. Travel to Chicago to play the—or I'm sorry, Brooklyn to play the Bulls. Uh, and then in week thirteen, we'll have a we'll return home to the dog pound to play the Cardinals. Um, after the first Steelers game, the second one kind of, um, takes on some importance. Can't remember if the Steelers were the second team in the division at the last point or not. Uh, we'll kind of take a look at division standings here in a minute. Um, but five and three is a pretty good position. Uh, out of the next quarter of the season, that Steelers matchup really is kind of the most interesting one for the Browns through that portion of the season. Um, And as usual, you know, picked up a victory over the Patriots. Um, The Browns are just hard to stop on defense and they're hard to, you know, it's hard to beat them on, on offense because their defense is so good. And then they've got, good enough receivers it's just hard to hang with them defensively because if you don't have you know decent corners that are probably you know 90 mm-hmm. 90 speed plus mm-hmm. you're and even then you're gonna have a hard time hanging with those guys as it is um but five and three is not bad for the browns uh let's take a look and see what's been going on with kansas city uh after week Let's see, week four was the first quarter. So starting off the second quarter of the season, the Chiefs picked up a fifth straight loss to the at home to the Division Rival Chargers. Uh, this was a 24-21 loss. Um, encouraging thing about being 0-5 was at least the last, you know, three losses were all fairly close, decent games, apparently. Um, but week six by week, probably fairly fairly needed for the Chiefs just to kind of let everybody take a break and, you know, hit the reset button, so to speak, and kind of, you know, get some things worked out. Uh, coming back from that, uh, week seven, Chiefs picked up their first victory of the season on the road against the Tennessee Titans. Uh, and then in week eight, they picked up a victory over the Colts. Um the you know nice thing about this, or I guess the stressful thing about that game was that it was a double development game for the Chiefs for two of their wide receivers. Um, one wide receiver is um, in his maybe f- you know fourth year. It was to get him to superstar, um, ninety-five speed guy. So that's you know kind of important to get for him to kind of help him down the road. Uh the second was their third string wide receiver who is a rookie. Um 93 speed, he's a hidden. So it was kind of nice to, you know, get a development game for him. Uh I was talking to one of my friends and leading up to this point, I'd never had a development game for a rookie before they revealed what they were. Um usually for me it was the next, you know, they revealed and then the next season I might get a Game for them, but it was I've, I've never really had one, you know, in their rookie year to get one, so that was kind of cool. Uh, took me to the last drive of the game under a minute in the fourth quarter to get both of them the requirement needed to you know achieve their um, improved development traits. Um, <laughs> you know, one got one got the touchdown requirement, the other one got the yard requirement. So a little bit stressful. Um, I've had dual development games before, but usually it's one on offense, one on defense. I don't think I've ever had two offensive players have a game at the same time before. Uh, So a little bit stressful, especially when they both play the same position. And, you know, the Colts quarterback is a superstar quarterback. And, you know, me sort of being on kind of a little bit of a down year, as far as, you know, needing players to develop to help get my defense back to what it was. Not exactly the, you know, best I guess not exactly the best, you know, situation to sit there and think, okay, I'm gonna have to probably play air raid and, you know, I I gotta try to get the ball back quickly so that I can hopefully, you know, have enough time to do it because with a superstar quarterback, they're usually my struggle usually is I can You know, stop them on first and second, and then, you know, third down is where I usually have issues with those guys. Um, But, you know, got the development traits. Unfortunately, it took three tries because there must be either a lot of people on or something going on with the Internet. I got kicked out twice. Um, But that's kind of been the theme for this season with every game I've played, whether it be just against the computer or a user. So good to get that out of the way. Uh, Coming up in the third quarter of the season for the Chiefs, they will week 9 play at home versus the Brooklyn Bulls. Uh, Week 10, they will travel to division-leading Chargers for a rematch there. Uh, Week 11, they'll have a home matchup with division rival Broncos. Uh, Week 12, they'll travel to Minnesota to play the Vikings. And then week 13, they've got a big matchup at home against the Mm -hmm. Patriots. Uh, that one will be kind of fun because it'll be a battle of rookie quarterbacks. Um, be interesting to see, you know, who comes out on top in that one. Um, not sure if the Patriots still have Hamlin. I'm pretty sure they probably do. So that, that could be an issue for the chiefs, you know, having to try to, with, you know, try to cover him as usual because he's, he's a big, big time player to try to cover. Um, but should be a good game. Can't really tell you, give a prediction on who's gonna really win that one. Might be biased, but I'm gonna lean towards the Chiefs just because it's me, and that's who I'll be playing as. Um, I think the better question will be, and maybe something somebody wants to open a betting line on is how many times or how many tries it takes to get the game completed. Um, so we'll we'll see how we'll see how that goes, um, but. You know, good good turnaround for the Chiefs getting two wins in a row. Uh, hopefully, they can continue that run. Um, I still think it's probably a stretch for them to get into the playoffs, but you never know. Uh, I do believe the Chargers only have one loss, so they're really going to need some. They're going to need some help. You know, just to even get back into the division. Um, but not entirely impossible. Um, a lot of things are going to have to happen and go right, probably, but. We'll see. We'll, we'll kind of see how that goes. Uh, moving on to the Patriots. Uh, at the halfway point of the season, the Patriots are two, three, they are four and three. Um, let's see here. Had their bye week in week five. Week six, they traveled to Miami, picked up a loss to the Dolphins. Returned home in week seven for a matchup with the division rival Jets and won that one. Uh, and then in week eight, had their loss to the Browns. Um, so four and three, not you know horrible, not a bad bad position to be in. Uh, coming up in the third quarter, uh, week nine, they'll travel to New York to play the Giants. Then in week ten, they'll play the Brooklyn Bulls at home. Uh, rematch with the Jets in New York in Week 11, uh, home against the Washington football team in Week 12, and then, of course, the matchup against Kansas City in Week 13. Um, out of that stretch of games, the... I mean, really, it looks like Chiefs and Jets are the two important games for the Patriots out of this stretch of the season. Uh, Jets being a divisional game, and the Chiefs just being a user game. Um, so... We'll go take a look at the standings. Um, Let's see here. Looking at the standings in the AFC North, the Ravens and Browns are tied for the division lead at 5-3 with right now the Ravens being in front. Um, So that'll be an interesting race to keep an eye on going down the stretch. The Bengals are not out of it either. They're right behind the browns at four and three and one uh, Steelers are I suppose still technically in it at three and five um, I still have no doubt that the Browns will end up winning that division I don't know how many user games he's got left um, I know he's got well at least I believe he's got two left I don't think he has another head-to-head game he's got to play. Um, so, like I said, I have no doubt Browns will win that division and get into the playoffs. Um, but you know, an interesting race right now. Uh, looking at the AFC East, the Dolphins are leading the AFC East at five and two and one. The Patriots right behind them at five and three. The uh, Jets are in third at two and six, and the Bills at one and eight. Um, so uh, that'll be. So that Dolphins loss at this point uh, playing a pretty big role in the season for the Patriots. Uh, it makes that return matchup in Foxborough later in the year going to be pretty – could be pretty important depending on how this next stretch of the season goes for both teams. Um, Dolphins are on a five-game winning streak. Um, so that really could be interesting going down the stretch. Uh, moving on to the AFC West. Uh, Chargers are in front at 7-1. and one. I believe they have probably the best record in football right now. Uh, Raiders are second at five and three. Broncos are third at four and five, and the Chiefs are last at three and five or two and five. Um, so not completely. I would say the Chiefs aren't like I said mathematically. I'm sure they're still in it. It's just going to be real difficult for them to get back into it, especially with the Chargers being uh, four games ahead of them at this point. Um so uh, that matchup coming up against the Chargers if they can get they already lost to them once but if they can beat them this time that could go a long way and then if the Chargers you know kind of go on a losing streak that might help out too. Um so yeah Chiefs aren't probably mathematically out of it but definitely not the easiest road to get to the playoffs. Uh if we started the playoffs today the Chargers would have the number 1 seed. Followed by the Dolphins with the two seed, um, the Titans would have the three seed, and the Ravens would have the four seed, uh, and then the wild card would go to the Raiders and Browns. Um. So at this at this point, if the playoff started right now, both the Chiefs and Browns would be, or I mean, sorry, Chiefs and Patriots would be out. Um. At this point though, um seems like all the AFC teams have a little bit of work to do to cement their positions in the playoffs. Chiefs more than most. Um usually by this point the Browns and Patriots, or at least you know, mostly the Browns have you know, control of their division, they're usually sitting at the one or two spot. Um but we'll we'll see. See how the next stretch of the season goes. Like I said, I fully expect probably both of those teams will be, you know, into the one or two seed by the end of this quarter of the season. Um, the Chiefs will just kind of have to see if they can put a winning streak together and the Chargers kind of go on a losing streak. It might They might be able to sneak in by winning their division. We'll just have to wait and see. Uh, moving on to the Packers and Panthers in the NFC um starting off with the packers through the first half of the season the packers are let's see they were 3 and 1 at the end of the first quarter picked up two more wins they went 2 and 2 in the second quarter of the season so overall 5 and 3 3 4 yep 5 and 3 um in the second quarter of the season they picked up a loss on the road to the Minnesota Vikings in a divisional matchup Picked up a win over the Eagles and at home. Uh, went to Dallas and lost to the Cowboys. And then came home and beat the Bears uh, in Lambeau. Um, so not, not a horrible stretch. Um, that division game you probably wanted the win in. Um, picking up two victories over the Bears gives them a tiebreaker over the Bears. I believe the Vikings were last in the division last time we looked at the standings. Uh, coming up in the third quarter of the season for the Packers week nine will be their bye week. Uh, then they'll hit the road for two and play the lions in Detroit for a divisional matchup, travel to LA to play the chargers. Uh, if they win that game, that could help the chiefs. As long as the chiefs keep winning, uh, week 12, they'll come back to Lambeau for game for a game against the Seahawks. And then week 13, they'll have a game against the Broncos at home. Um, yeah, at this point, any other user teams' victories over the AFC West would be appreciated. Um, <laughs> we'll see how that turns out. Um, but five and three, not a bad. You know, two and two in the second quarter, not probably really what the Packers wanted. But it could have been a lot worse. Um, coming up in the f- and in that third third quarter, really the. You know, division matchup with the Lions is probably the biggest game going on there. Um, Having beaten them once already, if they could beat them, that would give them tiebreakers over the Bears and Lions both. Um, So we'll see how that turns out. Uh, Moving on to the Panthers. Uh, In the second quarter of the season, the Panthers went undefeated at 4-0. So that puts them at... That puts them at seven and wait, sorry, six and two at the halfway point. Um, so through that stretch, through the second quarter, uh, picked up a home victory over the Niners, home victory over division rival Blues, home victory over the Brooklyn Bulls, and then went on the road and picked up a division victory over the Saints in New Orleans. Um, so good. Good stretch there for the, after using one user game in the first quarter, the Panthers used two in the third quarter. Uh, I believe they have a matchup with the Packers coming up later in the year, so that would be their last user game. Um, But 6-2 has got them in a pretty good position going forward. Uh, Coming up in the third quarter for the Panthers, week 9 is there by week. Uh, Week 10, they travel to Indianapolis to play the Colts. Week 11, they'll have a home game against the Cardinals, followed up by a rematch with the Saints at home in a divisional game. And then week 13, they'll travel to Tennessee to play the Titans. Um, so probably out of that stretch of games, the most, the two big games for them in that stretch are going to be the Cardinals and Saints. Um, Saints because it's a divisional matchup. Cardinals just because they've been one of the better teams that could be a playoff preview. Um, so... Pretty good, pretty good spot to be in right now for the Panthers. Um, looking at the standings for the NFC. In the NFC North, the Packers are still leading their division at 5-3. The uh, Lions are in second at 4-4. Four four, so that puts even a little more emphasis on that rematch with the Lions coming up. Um, then the Vikings are third at 3-5. The Bears last at 3-5. Um so yeah, that picking up that tiebreaker over the Lions might come in handy. Um, so that would be that would be, you know, a big thing for the Packers at this point. Looking at the NFC South, uh, six and two Panthers lead that division, followed by the Blues at three and six. Falcons are in third at two and six, and the Saints are last at two and six. Um, so really, the toughest competition. For the Panthers as the Blues, and I believe they've already played them twice. Um, but even then, they've got them by three games at this point. Um, Panthers are currently on a five-game winning streak, while the Blues are on a four-game losing streak. Uh, so, looking pretty good for the Panthers. Um, if the playoffs started today, the Washington football team would be the number one seed, followed by the Rams as the two-seed. Then the Panthers is the three-seed. The Packers would be the four-seed. And then the wild card uh, would right now go to the Lions and the Giants, but the Cowboys, Cardinals, 49ers, Seahawks are all tied with the Giants and Lions at four and four. Uh, Then you got four or five teams all at three. Well, you got one, two, three. You got three teams at three and five, so they're in the mix for wild-card spots as well. Um, So, yeah, there's going to be a lot of interesting football for the NFC coming up. Um, Packers and Panthers looking pretty good to make the playoffs again this year, Um, both of them being in the lead in their divisions. Um, Things are – those wild-card spots are definitely going to – There's going to be some shaking up going on for the rest of the season there, I feel, with everybody having pretty similar records for those spots. Um, It'll definitely come down to tiebreakers and all that. Um, But that's kind of where we sit now. Looks like uh, Chiefs and Patriots are... Chiefs definitely on the outside looking in. Patriots are kind of right there... Uh, To borrow a term from college basketball when it comes to the NCAA tournament, Patriots are kind of on the bubble at the moment. Um, I have no doubt that they'll probably simulate the road. I mean, outside of what happens with the Chiefs game they've got coming up, they'll probably simulate wins in every other game for the rest of the season and make it pretty well. Um, We'll just have to see. Uh, Looking at injury reports, Um, We will take a look at the Browns first. The Browns have nobody on the list. Uh, Going to Kansas City, KC has nobody on the list. Going to the Patriots, the Patriots have nobody injured. Okay, how about the Packers? Packers got one of their two players back. Uh, Jason Miles is the only one left on the injury report for them, and he's only out for one more week. Uh, So the Packers will have him for the stretch run going into the playoffs. Um, Looking at the Panthers, and the Panthers have nobody hurt, so everybody's healthy. Uh, Packers do have that one injury. Uh, I do know that guy got hurt against Kansas in the Kansas City game back in week three. Um, So it'll be good for them to get him back in the lineup, Um, especially since he's 23. So he's either in his first year or his rookie year. Um, so, yeah, it sucks to have lost six weeks of development time for him, but, you know, overall it'll be good to get him back for the stretch run and then when the Packers make the playoffs he'll get some valuable playoff experience. Um, interesting. Happy to see the Chiefs get their, you know, get get some wins rolling there. Uh, hopefully they can kind of keep that going. Um, like I said, I, I'm not really expecting them to get to the playoffs just because I think too much has to go right in their favor. And I don't know if it's going to happen. I, it might, it might not. I I don't know. Um, it's kind of one of those, if I hadn't gotten that, you know, double development game, I was probably going to play that game anyway, just to try to, you know, come out of the bye week, if we would have lost, I was going to play that game just to get a win um, and maybe see if I could get the you know ship righted, so to speak. Um, so turning turning a win coming out of the bye week, and then getting a double development game, picking the win up there, getting two in a row. Hopefully, can kind of get some positive momentum going. Um, everybody else, Browns and Patriots have a little bit of work to do, but I have no doubt that they'll get it done. Um, Packers and Panthers are looking pretty good um then have seem to have solid playoff positions um obviously nobody can really say they've got a position locked up yet even at you know six and two the Panthers can't you know say they've locked up a playoff spot already um six and two usually probably a pretty good you know pretty good um, probability that you've got a playoff spot um but you know based on mathematics you can't actually say that until it, you know, a few more games have gone by. Um, Like I said, hopefully for the Chiefs, two wins in a row, you know, gets things moving in the right direction and they can keep that rolling. Um, So we'll see where where we're at when we get to the third quarter of the season to see what's going to happen or what needs to happen down the stretch run. Um, If anybody has, you know, any questions about real-life football with the NFL or, you know, even, you know, kind of how our Madden thing runs, uh, drop me a line. Um, And we'll talk to you next time.